And so Mama was saying to me, and time and experience has proven it to be true, that you've got to have staying power in this life. Amen. You, you've got to have staying power in this life. If you're going to do anything, it really, it really doesn't matter what you intend to do, what your goals, your aspirations, all of those, it really doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you must have staying power. Amen. If you're going to do anything, it doesn't matter how you start. I tried to tell you last night, in life, it's not important how you start. What matters more than how you start is how you finish. Amen. It's how you finish. And all things considered, we really want to finish well, don't we? Amen. We want to finish well. Uh, the Bible teaches us that the crown of life is it's given to him or her who endures till the end. Amen. The devil just wanted us to know he was here. Amen. So you must endure unto the end. But staying power comes by uh, comes from an attitude. It's more of an attitude, really. It's an attitude that empowers you, amen, and gives you intestinal fortitude yes, to be able to finish the course. Yes, amen. Yes, I, I love the words of the Apostle Paul. Paul says, I have fought a good fight. It was a Good fight. He doesn't seem to suggest that he won every round, but, it, but he didn't lose all of them either. He says, I fought a good fight. Amen. I finished my course, and in the interim, I have kept the faith. Amen. Now, now that's teaching us that this thing about staying power is so unique that it teaches us that you don't need all of the power at once. Amen. All you need is enough power to get you started. Amen. But once you get started, you need more power for the daily thing. Amen. See, amen. Every day, every day, these days look alike, don't they? You ever notice that Monday looks like Tuesday and Tuesday looks like Wednesday and Wednesday looks like Thursday, but each one of them has a different content. The content of Monday will not be the same as the content of Tuesday and Wednesday. And so with each day comes change. And you have to be prepared for the changes, the ups and downs uh, of life. But I'm glad that the Bible says, as the days are, so shall your strength be. Amen. Amen. It's that day-to-day -day thing. So when it comes, God says, he says, I'll get you through the day-to-day. -day. And then when it comes time to finish, I will also give you finishing grace. 
Amen. Could you imagine what life would be like if we knew ahead of time everything that we were going to have to deal with in life? Amen. Before you dealt with it, amen, you probably would have to say, if I had known and that I was going to have to confront these things, I, I probably would not have um, agreed to all this. Um, Pastor Bennett, you know, I always notice at the marriage ceremony, at the marriage ceremony, you got the, uh, the husband and the, the potential the future husband and the future wife, and they're so happy, you know, they, they, they're so happy, you know. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, hurricane, tornado, they're just as happy as they can be. And so we are taking them through the vows and say, will you pledge to honor each other and love each other for better or for worse? And that part always gets me because I think I see a kind of unfairness in that. You know, I said, is it really fair? to ask a man and a wife, will they still love? Will they still be committed in the better and the worse when you ain't got a clue <laughs> what the worst is going to be? <laughs> amen. 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 And, and at the same time, what, what it has helped me to Discover, and I thank God for this because it was recent. We talked about it in our Bible study. That there is in life two things that we often deal with. Expectancy versus expectation. And what is hindering a lot of us is expectancy. We have come up with these ideas of what we think God ought to do, God ought to be, and what God ought to bring to pass. And when it doesn't happen, we get upset with God. Amen. We get upset with God. And it shows, it shows sometimes on our faces that we have problems with God. But then thank God for expectation. And every one of us needs expectation. Now expectation says that whatever happens, whatever happens, huh? God is in control. Amen. Whatever it is, God is in control. You see, we've been, we've been saying this for some time now. Um, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Well, now, just my personal opinion, I believe we need a revision of that statement. I think we need to change that to God is right all the time, and all the time, God is right. Huh? God is right. See, that means I don't, have to, I don't have to overstep my boundaries and try to judge or critique what God is doing because God always does what's right. 
whether or not I agree or not, God always does what's right. So I can praise him in the midst of bad times, and I can praise him in the midst of critical times. I can praise him when I'm sick. I can praise him when I'm well. I can praise him when I don't have a dime in my pocket, because whatever it is, God is right all the time, and all the time, God is right. Amen. 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 So we have to understand that winners, again, winners never quit. And quitters never win. Now, the Bible teaches us in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 3, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And when the Bible says endure hardness, that means that there are certain things that you will not be able to circumvent. You're not going to be able to avoid them. Amen. You can pray over them. You, you can sing. You can ask other folk to pray with you. You can, you can get a, a, a group if you want to. But there are some things in life that you are going to have to endure. Amen. Amen. You, you, you're going to have to go through it because sometimes the blessing is on the other side of through. Have you not noticed yet that the Bible teaches us that Jesus is a through way? A amen. It, it, it's, it's what comes to us through him. Amen. So that's where we are. We, 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 we find ourselves coming out on the other side. And things are not always going to be easy. You have to be rooted and grounded because you can't get excited in a moment. You can come to church and get excited in a moment if you want to. But I want you to know that every word that excites you is going to be tried and tested. Amen. It's going to be tried and tested. I found out that God operates the opposite of the public school system. The public school teacher gives you the lesson, then gives you the test. God gives you the test, then gives you the lesson. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so mama said, baby, <laughs> you, you need uh, stickability. She, she wanted me to know that I had developed this problem. I was trying to do too many things on my own. Amen. Too many things on my own. And I had to come to the point where I said, now, God, I need your, your help. Enable me. Empower me to do what you would have me to do. I've got some good news for you. God will never give you an assignment that you can do without his enablement. Amen, <laughs> amen, amen, amen. And that's why he had to tell us through his apostle, be not weary 
in well-doing, for you shall reap in due season if you faint not. See, the only place that you're going to find the word service before surrender is in the dictionary. Amen. 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 And if you don't develop staying power, you'll never be able to run on and see what the end is going to be. Amen. And there's a, there's, it's clear to all of us that not everyone who starts this journey finishes it. Amen. If you ever lose your staying power, you'll quit. Amen. And that's contrary to our, our destination. We are destined to be winners in life. Matter of fact, I'm just plain happy tonight to be with you winners. Amen. 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 I'm in the right place here tonight. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, the Bible, have you ever read what the Bible says about us? The Bible says we are more than conquerors. <laughs> more than conquerors. And what I like about it, if you take the word conquerors off, it's still powerful because it says we are more than. If you get sick, we are more than sickness. If you get broke, we are more than being broke. If you have sad times, we are more than sadness. Whatever it is, we are more than that. And I discovered if God said I'm more than conqueror, I ain't going to argue with him. I'm going to be what he says I am. Amen. 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 So I hope you realize, I hope that you realize consistently that you are being taught to teach. You are being fed to feed. You are, you've been given to so you can give. Amen. And you are being comforted so you can comfort. God never gives us anything just for us. Amen. 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 Whatever God has done for you and to you and in you, he now wants to do through you. Amen. And if you read Hebrews chapter 5, you, you'll hear the writer saying to these folk, by now you ought to be teachers. Amen. You ought to be teaching. You shouldn't be sitting around letting somebody teach you. By now, you ought to be teaching. Amen. Amen. So I, I, I want to encourage you to be the blessing that God has ordained for you to be in the earth because we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture, and he is just looking for somebody that he can use to his glory. And whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't ever discount the gift of God that is in your life. Amen. And the Bible teaches us that your gift will make room for itself. 
and we want to be able to move forward. Amen. I told you that God is concerned with our growth. I don't know where God met you at when he first met you, but I do know that he doesn't intend to meet you when he comes back at the same place. Amen. God is concerned with our growth. You ought to be growing through the experiences of your life. Amen. When he led the children out of Egypt, he led them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Amen. Uh, when the quail fell from it out of the sky, they came from under the cloud. And when the manna came, it came from under the cloud. So the implication is if they were not under the cloud, they were not going to be fed by God's supernatural divine provision. Amen. See, don't ever think that you can stay where God was because God is consistently moving. You missed it. Let me try one more time. I said, don't ever think that you can stay where God was. God is consistently moving. Always has us aiming toward virgin territory, taking you where you ain't been yet, teaching you what you ain't learned yet, experiencing what you ain't felt yet. Don't ever think that God is through. Amen. Mark Buchanan, Mark Buchanan wrote a book, um, and in that book he says that God walks about three miles per hour. He never goes beyond three miles per hour, and he does that because he knows how slow we are. Huh? And he, does, he knows now if he, if he walks full potential, he's going to leave us. So he walks slow so that as slow as we are, finally, hopefully, we'll catch up with him. And then sometimes we so slow, he got to do like this. He got to back up and trying to find us where we stop. God is concerned about our growth. God is moving. Come on, tell somebody tonight God is moving. Ah, yeah, we, we got to know that God is moving. Yes, Lord. He's not going to leave you in the same place he found you. God is trying to take you to a place called better and a place called stronger and a place called new. Amen. 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 From a lower level of faith to a higher level of faith, from one level of glory to another level of glory. God is a mover. Would you say it just one more time? He's a mover. He's a mover. God is moving. Thank God he, he's moving. Amen. 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 And so because of that, we understand that um, in this life, there's some things Yes, in order that we will have to endure. But that means that we need staying power. Amen. Staying power. Now listen, you don't get old without having some staying power. Huh? 
Yeah, ain't no way in the world you're going to get old without staying power. Huh? Thank God for getting old. Oh, come on, talk to me. Huh? Thank God for getting old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, if you got a good memory, you ought to thank God for getting old. Uh, I mean, we don't want to talk about it, but like I said, thank God uh, for getting old. Uh, yeah, now here's the irony. Okay? Thank God for getting old. Now here's the irony. Consider this. Consider the fact that the younger you are, Amen. The less ability you have to control your circumstances. Huh? But as you mature, as you do what you don't want to do, get older, huh? you have the greater ability to do what you need to do despite your circumstances. Here's another interesting note. Isn't it interesting that the group that has the most future ahead of them, the highest opportunity ahead of them, that group that has the most days and nights ahead of them is the very group that's committing suicide. Hmm? Suicide is the second greatest killer among that age group 12 to 18 to 24 to 35. The number one killer. And that's the group that's got the most future ahead of them. But you know what they're missing? Staying power. They don't have staying power because there are two things you cannot have at the same time. And that's youth and experience. Experience comes the older you get. Amen. Amen. It's amazing that the senior citizens are the ones who face some of the greatest physical challenges, and yet they are the ones who have the staying power. Amen. Amen. They are not thinking about you. Don't mention suicide to old folk. Huh? We ain't thinking about no suicide. Huh? We got aches and pains and all of that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> Lord, but we ain't thinking about no suicide. No, 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 huh? No, 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 no. Might not have but a few days, but I want every last one of those days. Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mama said, baby, you need stickability. You, you need staying power. See, she was trying to teach me the principle behind it, that, 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 that greatness and ability is always on the other side of inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, that opportunity is always on the other side of opposition. Amen. 
And the irony is, is you have to, you will have to make yourself uncomfortable and go out of your way and press through some difficult issues at times in order to get something worth having. Anything easily gained is easily forgotten. Amen. But the things that mean most to you are the things that you had to work for. Amen. That you had to work for. Anytime you possess something worth having, it is because you've come through some things. Amen. Our real success in life is not based on the level we obtain. Our real success in life is measured by the obstacles we had to deal with to get it. Amen. 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 Wasn't born with no silver spoon in our mouth. No, no, no. Amen. At a certain level. Amen. So God does not consider us all the same because he knows what some people had to go through. Amen. He's not going to measure us all the same because we didn't all start off with the same amount of stuff. Hey, we didn't, we didn't all start off with the same obstacles. Amen. Amen. It's by the grace of God. Amen. And so you'll never develop anything in life unless you experience resistance. Resistance. Amen. There's going to be opposition. There is no opportunity, again, without opposition. Amen. Obstacles. So we need staying power. Listen, now, God didn't design us to run away from problems and trials and trouble. One thing that I noticed about the armor of God, the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. But have you ever noticed that there was not a piece made for the back? There is no provision for the back in the armor of God. Seem to suggest to me that God says, I don't intend for you to do the running. If you submit yourself to God and resist the devil, he'll do the running. What greater idea could you have than putting the devil on the run? Amen. 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 We need staying power. We can't run away. Amen. When you run from one thing, you're just running into another. Amen. Amen. We are warriors. We are warriors. We didn't come to run. We came to fight. Amen. We came to fight. We are soldiers. You remember when we used to sing about it? Didn't we used to sing about it? We are soldiers in the army. Amen. We have to fight. Although we have to cry, we got to hold up the bloodstained banner and we got to hold it up until we die. Amen. Amen. And if we're supposed to be fighters, then God has called us soldiers. He would have never put us in the army and told us to fight. Amen. If we were supposed to run from everything, you got to have staying power. So you can stay even while you're being criticized. Need staying power that even when people are not loving you properly, people are not appreciating you properly. 
sometimes you got to learn how to use staying power. You can't worry about what everybody think about you. Amen. Everybody ain't saved yet. Amen. We got folk in the church that are not saved yet. But don't stop coming because you ain't saved. Only reason we are saved is because we didn't stop coming. Huh? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, so, so we, 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 we can't quit. Amen. And regardless of how we feel, we can't, can't leave. Ain't no sense in leaving New Mission, joining another church. You ain't going to be there long before you find out that it's some crazy folk over there. And, and listen, it's if, if it's some crazy folk over there, don't come and say, Mark, we got enough of them out there. Um, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just stay where you're at. Make up your mind. I'm going to stay right here. Amen. And trust and wait on the Lord. Amen. 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 Yes, yes, yes. We need staying power. Amen. We need staying power. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus called 12 disciples. Amen. And if ever he calls you to something, he will provide for you the power to deal with that. Amen. So there is not a calling from God without an equipment or an empowerment that comes with the call. He doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. Amen. Philippians 3 and chapter 3, verse 13 through 14. Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind. I'm reaching forward, pressing toward the mark or the goal of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. He says, I'm pressing toward my goal. I'm reaching toward my goal. I've set a goal. You must focus in on your goals. You gotta prepare for success. You have to have staying power. You have to prepare certain things. And that's why the Bible tells us to put on the whole arm of God. You've got to prepare for it. Amen. Prepare to be able to stand. It takes preparation. Amen. Now let me tell you a very key part of this preparing for success. Because pressures on the journey, if you're not careful, can intimidate you, amen, and intimidate you right out of what God has intended for you to have, amen, amen. Romans 4 and 17 tells us in essence that you need to visualize your goals as already accomplished, amen. He says you need to visualize your goals already accomplished. I, I read this and, and it just appealed so strongly to me. They were interviewing some Olympic gold medalists and they were interviewing them after they had completed uh, whatever task they participated in. And they asked them this question, how, how did you do it? And they would always, many of them would come back and say, I saw myself 
a thousand times in my mind having that gold ribbon put around me. Yeah. Amen. I like that. He said, I'm not talking about when the race was over. See, I'm talking about before they blew the whistle or shot the gun. I already saw myself receiving the prize before the race was over. I can't get no help in here tonight. They said, he said, I saw myself. They hadn't started the race. I'm lined up with competitors, but I saw myself before the race was over, and I already got the gold medal around my neck, and I ain't took one step yet. Lord have mercy. Huh? He said, I said, I said, what a wonderful perspective to be in. You a winner before the race is over. Huh? Lord, Lord Jesus. I see, he said, listen, let me let me put it this way. He says, I saw it before I got it. Come on, tell tell somebody close to you. Said I said they said, I saw it before I got it. Come on, you told the wrong person. Tell somebody else. Say, I saw it before I got here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw it before I got here. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it before I got here. Yeah, let me say it just one more time. I saw it before I got it. In other words, listen, in other words, it was mine before it was mine. Lord have mercy. Yes, he, he says, he says, I already had it before they gave it to me. Lord have mercy. I saw it before I got it. Now, wait a minute. What, have you seen anything? Sometimes when I look at it from my perspective, it looks like a bunch of broken pieces. Uh, 
disconnected in. Uh, uh, disembodied in. Not related in any way to any degree. In other words, when I, when I look at it, it looks like a mess. Yeah. Wow. What do you do with a mess? <sighs> different size, different sizes. And you ain't got a clue. <laughs> it's the, all of this is gonna come together. <laughs> yeah, Lord have mercy. Even you're asking yourself, how did I get in this mess? Huh? Lord have mercy. Uh, I prayed and it still like a, looked like a mess. Uh, and then, right, right, when you're about ready to give in, there comes a word. And we know walking the floor at night trying to figure out how it's going to turn out. He's got each piece putting it together, fixing it up, turning in, turning chaos into a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, bless the name of the Lord. Glory to his name. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Mama said, baby, you, you need stickability. You got to learn that this is not in your hand. See, if you, if you realize it's not in your hand, you begin to thank him for knowing you don't really know how you got this far. You ain't figured that out yet. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Pat yourself on your chest. Say to yourself, I have greatness 
inside of me. Because sometimes the person that needs to hear that most is you. In the midst of this chaos, confusion, I tell folk, the older I get, the more I talk to myself. I do. I do. Yes. Well, I don't normally do this, but I got some homework for you. Because uh, what I'm hoping happens with this sermon tonight is that you'll take it home and preach it to yourself. Yeah. And I want you, I want you, if you will, uh, to find a mirror somewhere in the house. Hmm? Yeah. Don't invite the rest of the family in. I want you to, want you to do this on your own. Find a mirror in the house. Get in front of that mirror and say, Self, I have come to make an announcement to you. I want you to know, Self, that what looked like a breakdown has been changed into a breakthrough. What the devil meant for evil. took it and turned it into good. You thought you had me. You thought you had stopped me. But oh, devil, Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Whatever you're going through. Whatever you're going through. I got to tell you like mama said. Mama said, baby, you need stickability. Huh? 
I was driving home last night. Yes, Lord Jesus. By the time I got in our kitchen, blasting all over the television screen. In the state of Maine. Twenty-two people. Shot bodies all on the sidewalk. Twenty-two people killed. Fifty plus injured. And I thought to myself, what a world we live in. In Israel and Hamas and all of this kind of stuff going on. And I heard David say, if, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And I found myself saying, David, the foundations are being destroyed, but I know what we can do. There is still one who has all power in heaven and in earth in his hands. So in the face and in the midst of all this chaos, I'm going to bed tonight. Trusting in him. And if I wake up in the morning, I'll say this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Glory. Glory. Glory to his name. Doors of the church are open. There might be one here tonight. If you're here tonight, share this with you. It comes from my heart. I'm I'm believing, I'm beginning to wonder if if we shouldn't have baptism quarterly. Where everybody gets baptized again. 
I'm just, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. I, I ain't accusing nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. Where everybody lines up and gets baptized again. And, and, and listen, we need to start with the pastor. H.P.T. Hicks says, he says, sometimes the most vain person in the church yeah. is the pastor. Yeah. And the problem is he handles the word of God every day. Yeah. Yeah. And because he's handling it every day, yeah. if he's not careful, yeah. he begins to start taking it for granted. Yeah. Huh? And, and, and I don't want us to be like our baptismal clothes. You know, once you use the baptismal clothes, they dry out. And I don't want to duplicate the baptismal clothes. So will y'all pray for us? Huh? Me and Ventus, will y'all pray for us? We always pray for y'all, but would y'all pray for us? That the Lord will keep us straight and keep us strong. Would you please do that for us? Because I'm like Paul. I don't want to preach for others and become a castaway myself. I don't want that. And you be very sure. You be very sure that your anchor Holes and grips a solid rock. I've been trying to tell you there's a lot of stuff that happens between the start and the finish. Hmm? God bless you. God keep you.